Welcome to the first episode of Ace in the Hole, Sharing the Secret Sauce. So what is this podcast? Well, this podcast is different than my previous podcast, which I'm still doing. The previous podcasts that I have are all about your personal well-being, right? Your personal attachments. One of them, freedom from attachment, is really about learning to be okay no matter what is going on. And so all the episodes are centered around how we attach to things and how to stop attaching. And then I also have another podcast called Moving On. And Moving On is all about where I interview experts who have moved on from circumstances in their life that have been traumatic or life altering and how they have moved forward utilizing what they learned through going through the experience. This, my friends, this is a podcast in sharing the secret sauce. So Ace in the Hole came to me as sort of floated in one day and I thought, oh my gosh, that's the perfect thing because that's really sharing the secret sauce in business. And so I'm going to be doing this podcast on a regular basis and I'm going to be talking about things that matter when it comes to being a leader in business, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a manager or you are a C-suite leader, this is for you. And this is all about mindset and motivation. And I will be having myself speak. And then I will also have episodes where I'm talking to experts. And this is episode number one. So today, I really decided, okay, what, what am I going to talk about? Because I believe in honesty and vulnerability. I believe that that's the way most of us could actually manage our lives a lot better, both in the office and outside of the office. So when I look at what is it I want to talk about, of course, I want to talk about the secret soft that guards against burnout, feeling less than, imposter syndrome, anything you bring into the job that does not serve you. And there is quite a bit. And a lot of us just push it down and we compartmentalize. So that doesn't really work in the long run if you ever want to have a good sense of well-being about what you bring into your office space. So this is my mountain to climb, and that's what I decided today. I would share about my mountain to climb. In other words, I have the tools, and it is what propels me to constantly look for where is my next growth area? Where is it I need to grow as a person and as a business owner? So I know there's others out there that are looking for the next mountain to climb as far as maybe a different one or how to climb it differently. It's meaningful to have success be fulfilling to you and not just something other people congratulate you for. And most of us have gone with the, what am I going to get validation or congratulations for? How are people going to respect me and like me as a leader? And that is only part of it because a lot of us who are leaders, we fear losing that following, right? So I thought about that for a bit. And then I thought about, okay, so how does any of this apply to me since I, again, am starting this podcast off? And so what I came to was, what do I need to learn? And here is my little list, and I'm sure there's more, but we're just going to start with this little list here. And the little list is basically... I need to learn that because my revenue might suck, that doesn't mean I suck. And for the most part, I don't really feel that anymore because I would say when I was going through a lot of personal development, I probably felt that more. 
but at times I still do feel like somehow whatever I'm bringing to the table is reflected in the bottom line because it is. I also need to learn that the feeling of nothing happening is again, not a time to go into fear, which is where most of us scramble to. Oh no, this is happening. We don't want to lose that client. We don't want to lose that project. We don't want to lose revenue, right? We go into fear rather than becoming creative. And even if we think we're creative, a lot of times what is propelling us or motivating us is fear. And if that is motivating you, how great a result are you going to expect when that happens, right? And that's what I'm asking myself. So what else do I want to learn? That success should be fulfilling if I'm in it. So when we are in business, especially people who are business owners, our business goes through cycles. We go through cycles where we're really, really in it and we're passionate and we're excited and we want to show up every day. And if you're like me, it's hard to stop working because you get intellectually stimulated and you're so passionate about what you're delivering to your customers, right? But the thing is that we also have these moments where we feel like, oh gosh, I don't want to deal with this. It feels heavy. It feels difficult. It feels like the last thing you want to get out of bed and do, right? We all have it. And if you say you don't, you're lying. So, and I'm not, and I'm not calling people out and pointing my finger at them. I'm asking you instead to look in the mirror and go, how honest am I being with myself? Because that's where it matters. That's where all of this matters, right? And then that's how we relate to other people is by how we relate with ourselves in that way. So it should be fulfilling. It's not going to be 24 hours a day fulfilling. And we have to be able to allow that. But at the same time, we have to look at our motivation behind why we do what we do in the first place. The other thing I was thinking about, I'm like, hmm, I think I need to learn about this one thing. And I don't know how many of you guys can raise your hand to this, but oh my God, maybe you need to raise both hands, but <laughs> at least one hand. And that is the magic nugget. Okay. We're always looking for the magic nugget. What is going to be engaging to me to help other people, whether it's other businesses or it's just individuals, depending on what your line of work is. But most of us are looking for that trigger, for that thing, for that what is it that's going to get everybody on board and be the magic that I have been looking for? Even if we never want to admit this to anybody else, I'm admitting it. Like, what is that magic, right? And I can wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, maybe that's the idea. Maybe that's the program. Maybe that's the service I need to offer. Maybe that's the statement I need to make, right? Yeah. So been there, done that. And let me tell you that that is something that still lurks around me. Uh, the other thing is when it comes to people, people you have on your team, people you manage, right? Well, I do too. So when I allow others to do their job, I need it to be where they need to perform it without my needing to intercede. I neither want to micromanage anybody. And the other thing is I can't obviously let everything go and just let it go sideways, right? And so it's finding that balance, the balance that is completely elusive which means that I, as a business owner and as the leader of the business, I need to look at it and go, what is it I'm not doing? Where am I missing the boat? And that has a lot to do with, for me in the past, I was a horrible delegator. 
When I worked in corporate and I was a regional director for five different offices, I had a very difficult time allowing other people to do the work. And then when I became a vice president, it was even worse because I wasn't doing enough. In my mind, I needed to be doing everything. And both positions were not set up for that, and nor should they be, by the way. But I had a lot of self-worth issues at the time. And I had a lot of anxiety about being seen as a competent manager, right? So that was very difficult for me. And that was something that I have found in talking to other business owners that this is their problem too, right? So it's finding that balance and, you know, saying to my business partner, I think I'm a crappy business uh, manager here. <laughs> Don't think it's my thing. Think that I am much better as a visionary rather than a manager on the day-to-day -day basis. Uh, lastly, that I know I cannot control my team or how they feel about themselves and their own choices. Not my choices for them, their own choices. What they get out of bed, how they feel, what they choose to do. If they show up, they do a half-assed job, they do a great job, they stay, they quit, whatever. But I want to have people who are committed like I am, right? I feel I'm committed to the business that I created and that they should be self-motivated and self-disciplined like I am. And so that begs the question, how committed am I am, am I, excuse me, to success and cohesive teams? Am I creating the drama? Am I creating the issue by who I happen to hire or by the environment that I set forth? That comes from the top down, always. But why is this an issue? Well, it is an issue because it basically comes back to how long do I allow these things to be a detriment to me and my business, right? And these are things that are all going to relate to revenue. They're going to relate to the stability of my business. I have to step into that role of being the leader in terms of leading myself, being clear about my own motivation, being clear about what is my why for why I continue to run this business for 14 years, right? So who does this affect? Well, all of these things that I need to learn, or I should say I need to grow from, are basically things that affect any manager, any leader or owner if they're honest with themselves. I'm not into bullshit. And a lot of people will come up with bullshit rather than deal with themselves, right? We will tell other people it's their problem. But the more you take responsibility for yourself, and this is a big one because this took me a long time to get for me, that I feel better and I feel more in control and confident over what I choose to do. So what is a secret sauce in this case to fix it? Because I always am going to give a secret sauce. And it is usually what I am implementing myself if, if I'm talking about what I'm learning. Uh, some of these episodes where I'm talking and it's a solo conversation, I may not be talking about myself. I may be talking about something else that's happening or how I can help you with a certain issue, especially as I receive messages from people about it. So here's the thing, secret sauce to fix it is to look for where your resistance to change is, right? So I'll give you an example. If I'm saying that I need to learn that because my revenue could suck, it doesn't mean that I suck. Where is my resistance to changing this idea, which is a belief I have about myself, that I'm somehow 
my worth is tied up in the revenue, right? How is my worth tied up in it? And resistance always feels very heavy. It keeps us from doing things new, you know, in a new way. It also keeps us stuck. And when I find it, then I have an opportunity. So you got to find your resistance. Like in all of these things, where's your resistance to taking responsibility? Where is your resistance to looking at it from a different perspective, one that could actually serve you better? Where's your resistance to looking for your motivation or changing your motivation? And those are the things I ask myself. And then as I ask myself, it isn't just these questions, it's that I get deeper into the feelings because feelings drive motivation. You can tell me that's bullshit. Again, not bullshit. Feelings drive motivation. If you're motivated and your feelings aren't in alignment, it's just kind of a flat line. Sounds like a great idea. Think I'm going to sit in my chair a little bit longer. That's what you get when your feelings are not in alignment with your motivation. And the work I do, that is what I do. I help people to break patterns, right? And to change their belief system because that is our detriment. And so when you want to really look for a starting place, look for your resistance. What are you resisting changing? Are you afraid people are going to see you differently? Are you afraid they're not going to respect you? What are you afraid of? Because resistance is going to be directly related to what you're afraid of changing and what you may feel you're going to lose control of. It's not necessarily true, but that's how you feel. It's not necessarily true, but that's how you feel. So that, my friends, is a great starting place. It's just a simple tip because that requires you to have some self-awareness about yourself. So let me give you a little mindset nugget to leave with. And I'll be back again, of course, with another episode. So today, the mindset nugget, you're the captain of the ship you lead. You need all oars in the water going the same direction So stop trying to go in many directions and choose one. By choosing one, it will be clear if you need to write the course or not. Yes, most of us, hi, raising my hand here. Let me go in 52 different directions. That's what I used to do. And then I narrowed it down two or three directions. But what I've realized is my focus can only go in one direction and then the course will change or it won't. So my friends, this is the first episode. If you want more information, you can email info at tracycrossley.com and you can look at my website, tracycrossley.com while I build out another website that is for this lovely podcast. You guys take care and I'll see you next time.